0: Lord be with you. A reading from the Gospel of John, the sixth chapter, verses 51 through 69. Jesus said, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not as the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Jesus said these things in the synagogue as he taught at Capernaum. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But jesus knowing in himself that his disciples were grumbling about this said to them do you take offense at this then what if you were to see the son of man ascending to where he was before it is the spirit who gives life the flesh is of no avail the words that i have spoken to you are spirit and life but there are some of you who do not believe for jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. And he said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by the Father. After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is the last sermon that I will preach for six weeks. And during my time away, I will certainly miss this place. I will miss you, and this altar, and this pulpit. And I covet all of your prayers on my son's behalf and mine as well as we embark on this upcoming kidney transplant. You know, I got to thinking, I'm going to be away for six weeks from the pulpit, not one sermon to preach for six Sundays. What am I going to do? Because I love preaching and to set it aside for that long is just not sitting well with me. But then it hit me, I could just preach six sermons today to make up for it. I know you would all be very thrilled to see me leave after that, and it would be a win-win. Jesus has already said all that I need to say today. In fact, I could think of no better portion of scripture to preach my last sermon on for the next six weeks than the final words which Jesus shares in the sixth chapter of John's Gospel, and this fascinating conversation which we have been hearing over the last three weeks. And it culminates today with these words from our Lord. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. After he said this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. They said, this is a hard saying, who can listen to it? Mary can, the mother of our Lord. She never turns back from him. She walks with him every step of the way. She remains by his side, even there at the foot of his cross. She's faithful. A beautiful example. Looking upon her own son, giving up his very flesh and blood for your eternal victory and for hers. Yes, Mary does not turn aside from her Lord, but who else can listen to him? three other women can. Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee, all three of them are there at his cross. When he dies, they walked with him. They never turned away. Who else? Peter says that he will, but he doesn't. He's actually the first one to answer the Lord's question here in John chapter 6 when After seeing many of his disciples leaving, Jesus asks, Will you go away as well? And Peter responds, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. But Peter will go elsewhere on the day of Christ's death. While the perfect will of the Father is fully displayed in the cross, Peter hides away in a dark room. Anyone else? All of Jesus' disciples will abandon him. Only John remains to the end by the cross with the women, apparently, still walking with him, never turning back or leaving his side. Anyone else? What about you? Surely, like me, you can see yourself at times in Mary and in Peter. Peter times where you are faithful and and times where you are unfaithful. In dark and lonely rooms like Peter or in faithful obedience to your Lord like Mary. After all, it is in very many ways you have turned back and no longer walked with Christ. You have abandoned him for the morsels which man or woman offers you. You make bold promises like Peter and then break every single one of them. And yet at other times, like Mary, by God's grace, you remained with Christ by his side, even through such difficult and trying times in life, in the darkest nights of the soul when Everything around you swirled and spiraled out of control, and though there was no hope, no light, only darkness and doom, yet by his side you remained. To the cross you clung, unwavering, unyielding, unmoving. And so I asked this group, filled with Mary's and Peter's, As your pastor who is about to leave you for the next six weeks, will you go away from your Lord? It is, after all, the very question Jesus asks his own disciples, while many of them are in the process of leaving him, and after many others had already left, he asks them, do you want to go away? Away from Jesus and his teaching away from this blessed sacrament and promise in the Holy Eucharist which lays before you eternal life so clearly in Jesus' words here. Truly, truly, I say to you, my flesh is true food and my blood true drink. So therefore, whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up On the last day. Do you want to go away from this? For if the devil tempts you to always leave the church, even while I am here with you in the flesh, how much more while I am absent will he tempt you to forsake your Lord and his table? Oh, pastors, away. You don't need to go to church today, he won't know. Oh, I will know. Oh, you don't need the Lord's body and blood today. You don't need that for the forgiveness of your sins, everlasting life. You already have that. You need to sleep. You need to catch up on many things. You need a break. You need to rest. Don't go. It'll be fine. It's against this voice that you must hear the Lord asking you, Are you going to stay away from me. My body and my blood is there for the forgiveness of your sins, life and salvation, for your ultimate rest and comfort. Will you go away from that and wonder like the rest? Dear saints, it's becoming easier and easier by the day in our world to be like Peter here, much more difficult to be like Mary. It's easy to make promises, but eventually to fade away and to distance yourself from the Lord and his teaching, to act as if you don't believe, and to say things that you know are not in accord with the one true Christian faith. For the devil has already many people around you in his grip, Who do not believe in Jesus or his word and they tempt you to leave his side with their folly and yet there are even more people around you who do not believe Jesus's words about the Eucharist they see the Eucharist as optional as merely a symbol as something that man does to simply remember Jesus, a work of man. They see it as law, and they tempt you to see no need for it either. They will certainly not encourage you to run to the Lord's Supper every Sunday for the forgiveness of your sins like your Lord Jesus does in his very own word. And so you must realize that this is no joke to the devil what the people around you take so lightly. That to believe in Jesus and to remain in his teaching and to come to his table and receive his true body and blood for the forgiveness of your sins and the promise of everlasting life, it is more difficult for you than for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle, but you do. You are here by the grace of God. And I will pray every day while I am away that you will continue steadfast in the one true Christian faith. For this promise is yours. Jesus Christ, our good shepherd, he died for both Mary and for Peter. For those who never leave his side, and for those who stray away. For when we are faithless, he remains faithful. And it is by grace, after all, that you have been saved through faith, and it's not a result of works, so that no one may boast. It's a gift from God. From this pulpit, from this place, the house of the Lord, from this altar, And from that font, God pours forth his heavenly gifts to you. The Eucharist is God's gift to you. And your baptism is God's gift to you. A pastor to announce your sins forgiven in the stead and by the command of the Lord Jesus Christ is God's gift to you. And this body of believers, the Holy Bride of Christ, the church, gathered around Jesus and his word and his blessed sacraments, is a gift to each one of us in this topsy-turvy world. Do not neglect the Lord's gifts or think of them too lightly. The days are growing short and the earthly things which mankind trusts in have reached a fever pitch. Rather, come to the Lord's house every Sunday. Come to the table every Sunday. Come and receive the gifts of God for the forgiveness of your sins and the strengthening of your faith so that when the Lord asks you throughout the days ahead, Are you going to go away? You may be found faithful. And not only your words, but also in your actions. Responding, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Amen.